Alan Moore poses the question, who watches The Watchmen, in his 1980s comic book, The Watchmen, a question echoed by Lisa Simpson in season 5, episode 11, Home of the Vigilant, in which she says, and I quote, I mean, if you're the police, who will police the police? On today's episode of The Simpsons Analytical Study Show, we will be examining the career of one Chief Clancy Wiggum, who, on the surface, appears to be the inept arm of the law in the town of Springfield. Using the Who Shot Mr. Burns two-parter and Season 8's 18th episode, Homer vs. the 18th Amendment, as our main reference points, we will examine the effectiveness of Chief Wiggum and attempt to answer the question, is he good at his job? So now, without further ado, please join us and listen to some Simpsons ass. First day in Simpsons. <laughs> But that Chandler, though, I mean, uh, uh, well, great guy, great guy. That's just where I'll start there. It's the guy, oh, greatest guy. You know who my favourite guy in Friends was? <laughs> the Italian one. Okay. So, yeah, uh, let's talk Simpsons. Let's talk Simpsons. The question that I pose to you and the rest of the listening world today, Christopher Howard, yeah. is Chief Wiggum, Chief Clancy Wiggum, yes. is he a force for good or a force for evil? In the Simpsons world. Hmm. How would you sum him up for a start? I don't think he's a force at all, is he? He's just a, mm, he's well, just, there you go. You've, you've destructed my arguments already. <laughs> he's he's inactive enough to be neither. Yeah, I think that's what it is. He, he's a force. Inactivity. Force for banality yeah. is what he is. He's, um, he's lazy, and that's obviously... An American cop stereotype, isn't it? That kind of goes back to well, like the 90s. Okay, and 90s. here we go then, right? So, police characters in sitcoms, yeah, they're all the same, aren't they? They're yeah. all Wiggums, mm. incompetent, yeah, like donuts, yeah, fat, yeah, uh, stumbly, yeah, and a lot. Why, I was thinking this, and I was thinking, like, but there's always that episode where like they'll do something great by mistake, right? Um, who does it a lot at Brooklyn Nine-Nine because there's a lot of yeah. police characters in it but like there's, there's two Wigan characters in that yeah. and like every now and again they'll, they'll solve a crime by mistake or like it's related to them being fat off like there's like a food related element to it okay. you know it's it's a really easy job there. but what how did you do that it's done all the time what are some other police characters from things yeah because we just had a trope there I hate using that word trope but <laughs> I don't actually now you said it they appear in sitcoms and thinking Fuck, I don't know which, but it's definitely a thing. Yeah, it exists in films, particularly eighties films. In even in Bob's Burgers, there's the only there's two police characters and the two lady cops. One of them's like a large yeah. lady, one of them's like a skinny one, and uh, it's the one when the the guy holds up the restaurants in the in the musical, the dinner theatre. Yeah, and oh. he's trying to convey to them like this this is an actual crime, and they're not getting it. You know, like that's not like sluggish ineptness but it's like a bit slow on I just think I mean not necessarily that the police are lazy fat whatever but I just mm. think they're incompetent and that's yeah, yeah. kind of linked to it so you think if you're going to be like in the police you've got to be like really physically quite fit and if they're just letting themselves go that's a level mm. of incompetence Officer Bar Brady is an idiot Officer Bar Brady he's an idiot yeah there you um, go think of a sitcom wise um, Trailer Park Boys it's, it's the uh, not the police but the for some reason, in Trailer Park Boys, all the police are gay. <laughs> uh, but like the the Trailer Park supervisors, who are also gay, but that's yeah. not that's not a big deal. Another Canadian examples, uh, I guess, would be 
Conagas, Canadian podcast mm-hmm. listeners out there, they'll they'll go. Oh, that's a good point, Liam. The 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 police chief in Conagas, Conagas. That's, yeah. that's a different show. Wow. 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 There's a it's like a small town in Ottawa, right. and there's like uh, two police people there. It's like the uh, the senior and like his deputy, and like the the senior the guy's just like a he's basically like a large child. And he's yeah. just like really nice. I'm not aware. Yeah. Of this. It's it's great corner gas, but that's a different thing. Do you think they make these characters inept on purpose to you know subvert the expectation of the expectation of the role, or do they do it to take the piss out of these people? I don't or... know. Maybe a bit of both. It's 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 inevitably more funny when people fail at what they do. So in theory, yes. and everyone in The Simpsons is kind of a failure. Well, everything that yeah, they do. Comedy it, is the root of failure, and failure is the root of comedy. So it stands to reason that he's never going to be this great cop. And in fact, one of the things we watched, we watched um, the Rex Banner episode before, and the comedy of Rex Banner is that he's almost so efficient in comparison to everyone else. Exactly. But that's funny in yes. itself. Um, it's the. Uh... The Venn diagram of like the effective police character, that's it. and you know, like the more effective they are, they'll be in the middle, they'll just be useless. That's it, you know if I mean? they're just all right. No, I mean, so basically, Chief, I mean, some of the, one of my favorite lines in The Simpsons ever probably is the it's a good job you floated past this brothel. The idea that <laughs> just kind of he looks out, he does everything is like if it's yeah. anything, he's lucky. That's his, that's we his were talking about this feature. before this show, and we were thinking like. What are the examples of Chief Wiggum doing a good job? Yeah. And we couldn't really find any, apart from when he finds Maggie in the episode where Marge goes to a spa retreat to get a break from the family. But even that's luck, because obviously there's a bit of, there's no real backstory there, but it seems as if but it's not like he went, called it in. Yeah, yeah, he, he didn't go looking for anything like a police yeah. should do. Yeah, he just he wasn't found it and returned. Go... But he returned the baby, so that's yeah, all that's, he that, did. that's all he did. And that's not much of a job, is it? But it wasn't like it was a case he had to solve. No. It was literally a baby was there and he got it down, that's it. Um, but yeah, floating past the brothel. Um, even early on, when they talk about like the early stuff, when he had like his asthma problems. Yes. And it's Homer's mum. It's like the uh, the origin story of like yeah. he he couldn't get into the police because he had asthma. But again, luck, yeah. luck into the locked into yeah. yeah. It's this failing upwards thing that I went on a big rant about after watching The Wire again. Ha! Like like all the white people fail upwards, you yeah, know what they do. They do. And they, all the poor black people get screwed the fuck over. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Is it something with failing upwards and being good in law enforcement there, you know what I mean? I think it's mainly because in the wire a lot of the, the white people are the cops, aren't they? The the establishments that they look in the wire they seem and they look after themselves. All the white all the white police in the wire make it out okay. Yeah, all, I mean all of them. I I love this is getting massively off tangent. I love Presbluski. I think he's got one of the best character arcs in the whole show. Yeah, but realistically, that man should have probably gone to jail. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. If not, like been suspended a hell of a lot sooner. No, but because of who is was it? It's like his father-in-law, father-in-law, yeah, you know, stuff like that. It's bullshit. Yeah, but this is a different podcast for a different time. So um, <laughs> the main example we were using. Was who shot Mr. Burns? Yes. So that's it, there's not much of the crime in the first one because he gets shot at the end. Yeah. So it's more about the second one, and it's like Wigan, you have to go and solve this crime now, mm. and he does not. It's all Lisa again, Lisa yeah. popping up, and then the thing, the actions that he follows are misinformation and like yeah. wrong ideas and stuff. With hilarious results. With hilarious <laughs> results. I was like when he, um, he he wants to investigate the the jazz dude. The, what is his name? T- Tito uh, Fuente. Tito Fuente. Yeah. Fuente. Is it Fuente? 
It's probably Fuente. I always yeah. called him Quente, and that's not and that's not a Quente. word. It's some something Spanish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. I'm not being racist. It's something it's in Spanish. Spanish. South American. Well, it's the same difference, yeah, isn't it? Parts of South America speak Portuguese. Oh, what is the difference? <laughs> wow. Edit around that. Edit around that. <laughs> but he, he goes to um, the, to investigate him first, the Portuguese lad first. Yeah. And he does the song. Goes, oh, I hope all the investigations will be this much fun. Yeah. And then there cuts to him sitting with Skinner across from the table and there's a skin of thinking quietly and like the tick the clock ticking in the background <laughs> it's like he doesn't he has no interest in doing any police work whatsoever i can't no. think of examples of him doing police work the one scene in it where he's doing police work is when he uh, he says oh i've got to drink some coffee to stay awake and then he drinks some warm like dairy cream yeah. and falls asleep and has the twin peaks dream yeah i mean i'm trying to think what he actually does there's the episode where skinny goes missing the one where yeah do you think Bart might have had him bumped off? And even then he gets a, what's it called? A psychic in. Yeah. <laughs> to hell. Really? That's right, they're, they're, they're searching the house while he's in there. Yeah, they just don't look terrible. in the garage. Yeah. How much of this is to blame on the rest of his team? Like, you know, what is was Lou and... Um, they are, yeah. They are also what's the other guy called? Company. Is it Eddie? Yeah. He looks like Eddie an Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not good. Science floating away, chief. But, um, he's in. He's even in. Um, he gets pictured in the back house, whatever it's called. The maze on day. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, you did get me twice. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, is is he is he a good guy though? Because in another example of Wiggumness, the one when Ralph and falls for Lisa, mm. he really misuses his power a lot. There, like a lot of the other stuff, if not eighty percent of the eighty to ninety percent of the other stuff, is just laziness mm. and ineptitude. It's like, oh, sorry, we we can't help, we can't yeah. help you because uh, what's the episode when he says like the law is powerless to help you, uh, but then he the arrest Mars for something, yeah. I, said, yeah, I thought you said the law was powerless. Uh, powerless to help you, not to punish you. Yeah. <laughs> I but like the the one with uh, Ralph and Lisa is the one 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 ones we seem actively just like breaking lights on purpose, yeah. like clamping cars. That's it. So we can get well, using the awesome power I, I, of the I, chief I, of police. I mean, there, there's probably worse examples of him just being like immoral, but that one I can kind of forgive because it's ultimately to help his son. And that's so it's you're like saying there's an excuse to be not an excuse, but I can I can understand it a lot more. Understand the motive than just, of. for example, yeah. like literally visiting brothels, <laughs> you know, all sorts of like weird shenanigans with Mayor Quimby that it's you know backhanders. Yeah, and things. Yeah. That's that's different level of immoral. There's no sort of helping his son there. That one, it's motivated by his his son who he loves is upset. That's nah, the reason did it. Yeah, but it's not saying it's right. It's completely wrong. But that's that's the one I can kind of understand. It's a nice little relationship there, isn't it? Like he gives him like the sage fatherly advice about the cracking yeah. the nuts, which is good advice in life in general. Advice, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. And there's the episode when Bart has to become friends with Ralph, and like he's, like, you can see more of the father side of him in that one when he's like. Can, like, he's surprised that Ralph's made a friend. Yeah. And he's talking to Marge about Wiggle Puppy. Like, it's like, no. oh, stuff he has to. Like, yeah. If that was a parent dealing with a, a child who very clearly has some kind of mental disability, yeah. 
they would be like stressed and tired and they'd be surprised yeah. they made a friend too yeah. and maybe that's why he lets him play with all the riot gear and stuff which, yeah. which he shouldn't really have done because he gives him the key to yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the skeleton, the skeleton key, key. and wow. he sets he sets all the chain and votes it. But again, he sets that chain of events in motion through stupidity caused by affection, as opposed to yeah, wickedness or greed or just yeah. general stupidity. <laughs> in in some ways, he's just a little bit more of a Homer, but I think he's got a bit more. Uh, I don't know. Has he got more about than Homer or less? Because. Uh, the fact that he's chief creates this idea in your head that he must have done something to get there, but he really but then we learned didn't. That he didn't. He's yeah. just bailing upwards. So, yeah. yeah, he is basically the same. It's like when uh, when Rex Banner takes his job and he's just on the on the street with his broken gun and his underpants, oh, no. and you're like, did you not look for another job? Did no. you did you not try something else? It's like when Homer, like, had that separation from Marge, he just becomes this complete mess. So without his position of power, he's he's nothing. That's another. What's another word for trope we can use? God, I know, I hate that word. Um, go on. But it's it's exactly what happens to Bar Brady in South Park, but like with yeah. like a more like drama twist on it, like in the newer ones, with a it's just him looking after his sick dog, <laughs> and he can't oh, afford medicine for Bar his dog. Brady. That's so sad because he's just like this fucking joke of a character, isn't yeah. he? And then like they realize they need to actually use police to set up some storylines so that's when they bring in the Irish cop guy I love his voice and oh, he's removed voice, Barbary it? it's Trey Parker isn't, isn't it? it yeah he's such a good voice for Barbary <laughs> <laughs> he was a good fun innocent character yeah. wasn't he God bless him and then they, they work that into the like, the theme of that series is like things are changing like yeah. oh, we don't have a small town cop anymore we need big city police yeah I'm trying to think of episodes where Wiggum actually like for example does busts and stuff There's a, what's the one where you see like the watching cops and it's Springfield cops. Oh yeah. Who do they arrest? I mean, he's terrible at getting snake, isn't he? <laughs> well, he's always out of prison, so yeah. he must not be good at it. Yeah. So he's an an inept force of ineptness, basically. Yeah. He's yeah, a small I mean, even, town cop. He like, he doesn't really need to do anything. Even the arch criminal, where everyone is is Sideshow Bob in terms of the things he has done right. and he never ever even that's, when he knows that's know, and Lisa, Lisa sometimes yeah yeah he never he never catches him he, he always has other people kind of working out for him and the one time he does arrest him he hasn't done anything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy old Sideshow Bob what one's that that's the one with the where he's blown up the dam and it's not him oh fuck what a it's the only episode. time Sideshow Bob is innocent what a great and that's episode. the time that he gets yeah, him yeah yeah <laughs> Tell them they'll live to regret this. They'll live to regret this. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's the only time. Obviously, there's probably a million more Sarge Bob episodes I haven't seen. Um, At this point, there may be, yeah. yeah. But in my memory, it's it's always other people have to almost mm. set it up for them. Yeah. So let's talk... Uh... Let's, what can we learn from Wiggum? Because we were saying before the uh, the great life lesson of if you if you want to win a girl or crack an up, assistance is the key. Yeah, that's good. I think what can we learn from him? I don't know. Uh, 
I'd rather let a thousand guilty men go than chase after them is something that yeah. I, I kind of apply to my yeah. life as I was like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> you know? People just take the law into their own hands. Not, not even that, it's just that I always change it. I'd rather let a thousand good looking I'd rather let a thousand good looking women go than chase after them. Because <laughs> like, fuck them. <laughs> you know? No, this is a, But I'm a bit of cynic though. So you need a nine one two. In some ways, if if we're going to like a very topical alt-right libertarian America Ooh, he's kind of he is quite almost like libertarian it's like take the law into your own hands you know yeah, solve your problems says. you know not because he believes it but because it's easier for him yeah, but in lazy. some ways that's you know that's what some people want there's lots of like draconian laws that people think should so exist so you think Wigan left to his own devices would be like I think the, he'd definitely be on board with the it the trigger of a right wing society if, <laughs> yeah. if he knew that it would make his life easier he definitely would I think it's just everything to make his life easier. And that's probably the difference. I mean, Homer's lazy, but he tends... I don't know. He's, I think he's just stupid mm-hmm. as well. Whereas I think Wiggum's just actually really lazy. It's like the least, yeah, well, that's what least we, resistance. We're Homer that. doesn't seem... He's lazy like when he's at home, and everything, but it, it doesn't seem like that's, you know, his modus operandi. Modus operandi, in big French words. Whereas with Wiggum... It's, it definitely is like the least the only time he's ever expended any energy is the one where you know the beer thing explosion and he's like oh re- yeah, yeah the uh, April Fools yeah pursuing on foot okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and when he's chasing um, Ruth Powers but he stops because it's a ghost car <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's See, like a... <laughs> you, you look at it from his point of view and it's like, I ain't gonna pay enough to chase ghosts. <laughs> yes, fuck that. That's such a good episode. You also love, um, nah, that was really more of a burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's just because it's laziness. He'd rather, he'd rather let it go yeah. than not have to deal with it. And it seems to be working out. That's a good point. Yeah. It, it does seem to be working it out in that place. Yeah. There's, there's no criminals, is there, apart no. from Snake? And he's in and out. Dr. Colossus. Dr. Colossus, yeah. Even the, when they're in um, the Super Bowl, it's a little known secret that one of the bars is fake. So, <laughs> <laughs> by process of elimination. <laughs> oh. So yeah, no, I don't think I don't think he's a force for good. I don't think he's a force for evil. He's just. Do you think he's representative of anything? Oh, he's, he's just a funny character. He's just a funny character. I think one. we're just trying to find stuff that's not there for this. Yeah, I think I think I think we are for yeah. this one. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's good to examine everything. Yeah. But um. I don't think there's anything extra really about Wiggum. He does have some great lines though. He's a great comic character. Yeah. You can't. I mean, it it really is quite surprising to me that there's no solid Wiggum only episode. Yeah, it was funny because when we had this idea, we thought, oh, there must be, and mm, then but it's just isn't. small parts, but like small moving gear parts that are important in other episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, and those are really how you use good comic characters because you don't get tired of them, then, do you? True. But everyone else, because of The Simpsons' long enough timeline, would surely you'd think it seems like everyone's had an episode it, at some point. It does, but like then again, when you strip it down, there's that many characters, and not all of them have. No. Let me just type this. Type this up on my invisible typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> again, trying to avoid work. Uh, uh, this, the, the stampy one is like yeah right an elephant's running <laughs> through your backyard <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah right the bank's getting held up again that's it it's um it's the power of laziness you know he's yeah. kept that job so he maybe keeps getting it back. the question should be 
is he the laziest character in The Simpsons? Because the immediate answer is no, Homer is, but mm. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think Homer's lazy, in comparison to Wigan. And Homer's lazy in the uh, the uh, American idea of what we think of laziness <laughs> is. So, like, he likes to drink beer and watch TV, but so no, the vast majority yeah. of society, it seems, doesn't actually actively try and avoid doing stuff when he's at work he doesn't seem lazy he seems incompetent <laughs> but he never seems lazy there's just nothing for him to do yeah whereas Wiggum is a bit incompetent but there's actively trying to avoid work as well <laughs> which is a different thing you see him out there he does beats you know he patrols does he hmm. um, I mean on the 20, 22 short stories again he's getting food though he's just <laughs> okay fair enough <laughs> Oh, poor Wiggum. Wiggum. Good guy, though. I, I like I, he comes across as a good guy. <laughs> I'd yeah. have a beer with Wiggum. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Probably into some corrupt shit, but then again, yeah, you know, yeah, know, who isn't? Exactly. Who isn't? I know I am. We need to talk about him and Quimby. That's a weird little thing. It is, isn't it? I mean, there's some stonemasonry going on there. Yeah. There's some weird them spit-roasting a girl somewhere. <laughs> God. That is not an episode I want to watch. But, um... The episode of Re- he was it was Rex Banner wasn't it? Yeah, was they have an account with Rex Banner yeah that's and it. the monorail you're, one they have an account with her. You're writing checks your body can't cash is that Rex Banner or is that a different one I can't remember. Where they have like the little set two. Uh, that's. I'm pretty sure the the monorail one is the one where he goes you don't scare me Quimby I've got pictures of you oh yeah and he goes you don't scare me that could be anyone's ass. <laughs> We had the episode with um, Lisa, the iconoclast. Formerly, they dig up um, the body of Jebediah Springfield. Yeah. And it, they just kind of hints to, like, those two are always up to some sort of nefarious thing. It's you know? Yeah, I've never really thought about that. It's but always, they always, always like, doubled up, aren't yeah. they? In a similar way, not obviously not to The Wire, but the idea that the chief of police and the mayor are so intrinsically mm-hmm. linked and they almost try and force each other to, you know... He needs him to do the stats yeah. and he needs him to secure his job and give him so a pension bump. It stands to reason that they would not just know each other but would work in quite close yeah. together. So there is a relationship there. It's not really explored that much but it definitely exists. And the fact, for example, even the episodes where Mayor Quimby's kind of let off the hook by the other cops, like, he's polling the electorate. You know, it's mm. just like, turn a blind He's eye. the long flabby arm of the law. He's yeah. like Quimby's enforcer but he doesn't really have much to enforce because he's mm. a small town mayor, so... Quimby's no one really cares. Quimby on the surface it seems like it'd be a really interesting character to look at, but again, if themes the, the, on the, the be, surface, there's not much there. There'd be even less Quimby yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like there's hardly anything. I mean, what have you got? You've got the the one with his nephew gets done for uh, the the clumsy clue was go yeah. uh, The the prohibition one maybe. No, there's not a lot there. There's nothing really. Again, like how is the no- oh the bodyguard one? It's all right, isn't it? But that's mainly it's a Homer episode, isn't it? I think that's probably got the most Quimby in Hamill. any of it. Yeah, <laughs> two roles in that Mark Hamill. What a guy! What a class yeah, act! Yeah, yeah. that is interesting. Though. Yeah, there's not much Quimby to be had, but I, I apply the same question to Quimby. I mean, you'd you'd have to say like he's just like corrupt bad guy. Yeah, he, I, I wouldn't he, even say what, I wouldn't what's... even say he's incompetent. I think he's incompetent, but he's not to the level of like. Homer or, you know, Wiggum. I think he's just, he's not a good guy. He gives the people what, guy. he's not a good guy, and like, 
again filling upwards while being a dick like you know uh, in this the whacking day episode like when he shows up at the end with the dead snakes when everyone's turning into the idea of yeah. red snakes and he just gives the people just, fucking hell he's a weatherman isn't he just give us hell Quimby yeah. <laughs> they say what the fuck is wrong with these people yeah. who's voting for this guy <laughs> it's always the the bears what is it if the immigrants immigrants I knew it was them even when it was the bears I knew it was them the home owner tax. That's the home. <laughs> yeah. It's a, a corrupt system in place there set by Mayor Quimby in which ineffective police enforcement such as that implemented by Wiggum and his subordinates is yeah. allowed to run rampant. Maybe he is a It's a failing ecosystem. Maybe he is a Wiggum is not the, the, the head of the snake. Call back to the whacking day there. He's... Uh, he's He's just one of the cogs in the machine again. Like the wire? Like the wire. Everything can be called back That's to the, the wire. wire. None of the people at the top in the wire probably mean to be bad. But the system's so gamed that they can't. Uh, yeah, this is something I think about all the time, daily. Because I think of the wire daily yeah. when I wake up. It's just... Rawls doesn't start off as a big fucking dick, does yeah. he? He must, like... He's just figured out that, like, this is Baltimore. Gentlemen, yeah. the gods will not help you. Like, you yeah. live and die by the stats. If he doesn't juke the stats, then the guy next... That comes yeah, he'll, he'll gonna gone. do it. Someone else will do it instead, yeah. yeah. It's a corrupt system in place that they found a way to survive in, but, like, when, like, Daniels comes along thinking, like, oh, we can change the system now, because Carcetti said we can change the system now. And everyone tells him, like, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Keep your head down. It's not going to happen. And then they were right. So, you know, the corrupt people... depressing. They get to these positions of power by being right at the end of the day, don't they? Everything's fucked. Arguably, then, 